1: Hey, welcome to Sears
0: from the Frontline, where Mariana's hiding behind the light, and I couldn't see her. Give me the signal that we're going. It's all good, though, and thank you for joining us on this very rainy day here in San Diego. And we have a spectacular show.
1: I was lied to. I was told San Diego is sunny all the time, and it only rains like one week out of the year. It's rained like three months out of this year.
0: Uh, That's a lie.
1: That is the truth the truth believe me it is Believe it the truth
0: that's actually not true but it's been raining a lot which is a good thing because we desperately need the water yes. in southern california so it's okay that it's raining cats and dogs uh but you might hear it banging on the roof it's a little loud although it's not as windy as it was last time that was crazy we had 50 mile per hour winds
1: yeah the winds were crazy last time yep. this time it feels like there's more rain but less wind
0: which uh, i prefer hmm I prefer, last time downtown, it was like you could barely walk down the streets (laughs) because the buildings funnel all the wind. You like come around the corner of a building into the wind and it was just like, you could barely walk. So a little bit better today. Anyway, we'd like to talk about games on occasion here at Signals from the Frontline. Episode 510.
1: That's a few. That is getting up there, baby. We'll have to reset eventually. I don't think so. Episode version one.
0: When we get to one thousand, that's when it's going to get a little crazy.
1: Or one million.
0: I don't think we're going to live that long. That's a lot of zeros. That'd be cool if we did. What if we just hand the torch to like it's like our grandkids? Yeah, there you go. I don't think that would even be enough to get to episode one million. But probably not if they broadcast ten times a day,
1: <laughs> every day.
0: So the new releases from Games Workshop. There's a lot of cool new stuff that came out this week. Uh, we have Shadows over Hammer Hall, which is the expansion to Warhammer Quest. The follow-up to Silver Tower. Uh, Difference here being that not only do you get new miniatures and a new setting, you also have a Game Master introduced back into the game, which Silver Tower did not have. Pretty cool. Uh, There's a bunch of new heroes, including a Dwarven or a Dwarden Cogsmith. Uh, There is another Stormcast Eternal character, the Celestant whatever. I can't remember his name.
1: Got a Griff. He's got a
0: a Griffound. Uh, There's a uh, Sorcerer Lord for Chaos, and there's a High Elf... um, and a dark elf fleet master uh, characters. They're all playable heroes in the game. It looks like a lot of fun. It's getting really good reviews. If you want to pick that up from Frontline Gaming, you can do so at 25% off through Friday, this coming Friday. Also a pre-order is up. There's a lot coming out. We have the Reichland Reavers, a new uh, human team for Blood Bowl. And there's also an ogre, uh, an extra character that you can add to the human team. Looks like they're a lot of fun. And of course, uh, what Frankie's excited for, what I'm excited for too, some new Stormcast Eternal units, the uh, Raptors, the yeah. Vanguard Raptors. These guys are pretty badass. These they come monsters, yeah, dude. very good. Yeah. They have two loadouts. You can either pl- uh, play them with the crossbows or they have like a rapid fire. Uh, nine shot if they hold still. Yeah. Uh, it's a cro- It's also a crossbow if I remember correctly. It's,
1: I think it's called a, a bolt it's like a,
0: thrower. It's like a whirlwind bolter thrower or something like that. <laughs> But who cares about that? That one's pretty cool. It's the long-range uh, crossbow, 30 inches if they hold still, uh, rend two two damage. It's pretty badass. On a six to hit it does two mortal wounds, and it can fire Overwatch. Yep. It's so savage. Not bad. And Squawky, their bird, their bird friend.
1: Their birds are super good too. They fly
0: around telling their buddies where the bad guys are. Jason's imitation on the last uh, night, the last ninth round was pretty funny.
1: Like, master. Yeah, it's funny if the birds are within range of guys, they like spot for the archers. They're like, they're over here. You're like, oh,
0: you got to say it like a bird.
1: Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that was it. That's all they say. <laughs> <laughs> that's bird talk. Oh, uh, but
0: it's pretty funny. But the the aether the aether hawks or the aether wings. I, I, God, I'm forgetting everybody's names today, but uh, they're actually a really good unit under themselves. They're
1: called the aether wing pit fighters. I thought
0: they were aether hawks, which is way cooler. Aether hawk
1: pit fighters.
0: Why are they fighting in a pit? It's how they roll. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I just, yeah, you know what? Speaking of pits and pit people, we just found out our neighbors are the company that, that made pit people, which is a super popular indie video game. Because we were t- they were loading up all these video games, uh, and we started chatting with them because we borrowed our forklift on occasion. They're super nice. And then they're like, oh, we're in the gaming industry, and they're like, us yes, too. And they, they've made all these, like, super popular indie video games. And we're like, no way, dude! Like, what are the odds? Like, it's pretty awesome. we're tabletop. Your video games we're next door to each other. Super nice people. But that's
1: funny. There's like video game companies on both sides of us. Actually. Yeah, there is
0: actually really? in our in our uh, uh, business park. There's a lot of gaming industry people. Yeah, and there's a skate shop that's in one of our neighbors too. Yep. Um, pretty cool. And then you know we've got electricians and plumbers and you kind know, of quite the mix of individuals. A one-stop you know? shop. Um, but it's really cool because whenever anything goes wrong, we can just walk over and talk to our neighbors. And, yeah. And, Hook it up. But uh, if you want to pick up any of these pre-orders, please do so. Again, 25% off up until uh, the end of the release date, which will be next Friday, not this coming Friday, but the following for the uh, Blood Bowl and Age of Sigmar units. And if you are a Stormcast Eternal player, we do highly recommend you pick up some of these Vanguard Raptors because they are so good. Oh, yeah. So good.
1: The Crossbowmen are isn't it
0: They are the business. They hit super, super hard. Yeah. Like 30 inch range mm-hmm. in Age of Sigmar is like, mm-hmm. is far. Like the, there's only artillery really, generally speaking, shoots that far. Uh, very, very good. And uh, the models I think are brilliant. I love the the gigantic crossbows. Oh yeah.
1: And they have a really good formation too, or battalion. So. Uh, yeah, they do.
0: They yep. do. It's like three mm-hmm. of them and- uh, Three
1: of their birds.
0: Yeah. And three of the birds.
1: Mark <laughs> master
0: shoot the bad guys. (laughs) We're like, okay. It's like Iago from uh, Aladdin. Oh, there you go. Also, we've got a crew of folks that are picking up Conflict 47. Uh, For those of you who don't know, again, Conflict 47 is like a a weird World War II uh, version of bolt action. Most of the models and the units and the rules are the exact same as bolt action. Like the exact same. Like you could take a bolt action army throw a couple of more science fiction-esque units into it, and you're good to go. Uh, so, so far we've got someone playing each of the major factions, the British, Russians, um, the uh, Americans, and the Germans. And we've got a couple pictures I put together, a unit of Soviet infantry. Uh, they look awesome. <laughs> the miniatures are actually really nice. They're multi-part hard plastic. Yeah. Um, I've got an anti-tank gun in there, for those of you looking at the pictures. And then I just put together a bunch of riflemen because uh, I'm not super familiar with the game yet, and I didn't uh, – the infantry kit makes 40 Soviet infantry. It's, like, a really good value. Jeez, please. And, again, you can pick these up on our web cart. Um, but I didn't know – so I just made just riflemen, and then I had to make an anti-tank gun because that guy looks like a badass. Yeah. And then uh, Mariana put together some of the British models, and we have a walker tank that's an allied walker. It's super cool. Uh, and then there's a Crom- Cromwell tank with a Tesla cannon, so it shoots out, like, arc lightning.
1: So cool, yeah,
0: it's awesome. But it's the basic uh tank chassis that you see in just bolt action,
1: yeah. I like so. the, the spikes on the front of it too. It's a
0: hedgerow cutter, yeah. So, Gonna pretty pretty awesome. Like, you could play in the bocage, uh, the, the of Normandy, the bocages of Normandy, the, the hedgerow country, but with you know badass stuff like German werewolf. Infantry. Well,
1: dun, dun, dun. the
0: Soviets have bearmen.
1: Oh, dude, those guys are sick. I am, They've got overalls on. They do. It's amazing. Ready to
0: and then the Soviet uh, heavy infantry—they have a hammer.
1: Yeah. And one was oh, like, of course. Duh.
0: So, really looking forward to getting into the game. Uh, some of the cool things about it—it's really affordable. Mm-hmm. An army is about two hundred bucks. Um, not a super high model count, unless you wanted it to. Like with the Russians, you could. You could take tons of shitty infantry and just flood your opponent with bodies. Clog their treads with your bodies. Very you similar know. to what actually happened. Uh, but then you could also play elite armies. It's just, it's really cool. Like you could play Marines from the Pacific theater. Um, there's a wide variety of stuff. Really, really fun. The miniatures are mostly plastic. There are some uh, metal, but uh, they're easy to put together and paint yeah. because they're camouflage, right? Like if you're an American vehicle, you're green. If
1: you're Pretty a
0: German easy. vehicle, you're gray. Yeah, the Russians are, are green also, just a different shade. Made so like
1: ninety percent of the model with an airbrush.
0: I really, Done. I think it's going to go together <laughs> pretty quick, yeah. right? Like, uh, so looking forward to getting into that, trying something different. If anybody's in the San Diego area and would like to to join us on our learning league of Conflict Forty Seven, please email me at contact at We'd be happy to have new people.
1: Yep, definitely.
0: Be a lot of fun. Boom, Frankie got some exciting news.
1: Ooh, the most exciting. The, the mostest. Best.
0: Believe me, I'm going <laughs> to tweet, tweet this shit out. So we've got three new ITC terrain pieces that are going to be ready to go. They'll be in the web cart by the time this show airs. We have the three Robot City Obelisks, and these wow. look amazing. they were a huge hit at the Las Vegas Open. And this week, we are going to be offering them as a new uh, ITC terrain set. So you can buy any of them individually. The small one is 9 bucks. The medium sized one is 12, the large, the very large one is 15. Uh, really good value for how big and awesome looking these uh, terrain pieces are. Or you can buy them as a three pack, one of each for 30 bucks. Saves you just about 20% off. Mm-hmm. These are really good. These are really cool pieces of terrain and obviously they look amazing on the robot city mat.
1: For sure. And for scale, why don't you grab the Star Drake over there?
0: Excuse me while I leave the camera.
1: And then we can show you guys exactly how big they are because they're pretty massive.
0: Flash! Ah! He saved every one of them. Doesn't this guy look like he should be in Flash? Yes, he, like he does. Flying with like a fake space background behind him.
1: I like Woo! it. So uh, the Star Drake per scale is about the same size as a Storm Search.
0: And these totally hide it. Yep. So very cool pieces of terrain. They're easy to put together. They look great. And we highly recommend picking some up. So again, those will be available in the web cart uh, today. And then next week, we may or may not have some more Robot City terrain
1: ready to rock
0: and roll. So yeah, please make sure to jump in and grab some if you want to get a new set of terrain that matches a mat and looks pretty badass. Uh, Night Models releases a crazy new Batman miniature. Uh, This thing is pretty, it is really cool. 35 (laughs) millimeter scale, the detail is incredible. Uh, 35 millimeter scale is like 20, 30% more than a, a, a space marine. so you can get a lot more detail on these minis and this this is a truly impressive miniature
1: it'd be a fun game to play like 35 millimeter Mm -hmm. would be really fun for like a skirmish level game so like uh uh, like necromunda or something like that at 35 which i think inquisitor was made for that correct Uh, inquisitor
0: was like no it was like like huge but it was like 50 mil
1: but the same concept so it'd be really fun to play with like basically action figures but you're playing like a skirmish game. I think that would be pretty cool. So. I,
0: I think you can make a good argument that Age of Sigmar has pretty much gone to uh, 35. Yeah. like the Stormcast Eternals, they're huge.
1: Yeah, they're a lot bigger than normal uh, 25 millimeter guys. So
0: yeah, and the Core Bloodbound, like the Blood Warriors, the same thing. They like they they dwarf uh, Space Marine. They're more like a Terminator in yeah. size. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the direction that Games Workshop is going because painting those bigger models is easier and it's fun. And I think they look better.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean the amount of detail, like you were saying, you can put on them is ridiculous. So much higher. Yeah. Know, so
0: like this miniature is like an infinity mini scaled up. Yeah. It just, it's really, really a beautiful miniature. So everyone, I don't know, everyone loves Batman. I have never met anybody that does not like Batman and this, the, the um, Batman miniature game has all the fun stuff.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all the cool bad guys, new, good guys. It's, it's pretty cool.
0: Uh, there's a fun picture from the fanboy show that Mariana yanked off of the VOD and it shows myself in control and DJ Wheat if you want to watch fanboys we recommend it it airs tomorrow Uh, it's a live show with our friend in control and DJ Wheat and it's really fun talks about nerd culture Uh, if you want to watch the episode I was on uh, you can go look it up on the VOD on Twitch's page and you can go see me looking stupid (laughs) no I was actually I I thought I, I, I did a pretty good job uh, big news also, the BAO tickets will be up for sale on Friday oh, this yeah. week. So make sure to mark your calendar. We anticipate that the tickets going to sell very quickly. Uh, we are, again, just to reiterate, um, last year in 2016, the BAO was great. It was an awesome event. Uh, there were a couple minor things that we thought we could uh, tweak to make it an even more enjoyable event. Uh, we are going to have less tickets for sale this year. We had 200 people in 2016. It was a little crowded. Yeah, Like there was like one row of tables that we felt like we could pull that out and it'd be more fun for everybody But what that means is that it's probably gonna sell out like in a week Uh, Last year, I think it sold out in a week or two if I remember correctly
1: Yeah, it sold out quick last year and this year is gonna be even faster because we're gonna have less tickets So make sure to grab those quick. Uh, This will be BAO 7
0: Yeah, that's crazy
1: That's insane (laughs) That's crazy So
0: Uh, It's gonna be an awesome event as always But yeah, like Frankie said, grab those tickets as soon as they come up for sale because we anticipate they're gonna be gone quick because there's even less room uh and then just to, to reiterate a couple other points uh last year it was a little warm and that's because they only had one ac unit that was overworked they have two new ac units so it should be nice and cool yep. and it's going to be more space uh awesome for sure awesome we're gonna have some great prize support and again ton of itc points available for this event cannot wait
1: no nah, it's gonna be fun
0: cannot wait to see who wins it uh, and that <laughs> will be in uh, Mountain View, California. And uh, the dates on that are the last weekend in July. It's the 29th and the 30th, yep. if I remember correctly. All right, tons of new ITC events uh, coming up this weekend. And we've got them all over the world, man. Don't we had one money. in Italy last weekend. Yeah, uh, We've got a bunch in Australia, we got some in the UK, uh, British Columbia, a couple up in uh, BC. It's just, it's spreading like a plague.
1: <laughs> a good plague. A plague, a plague of, plague of happiness
0: and happiness. The most fun. The bestest. Believe me. We got to come up with a a meme for that.
1: I think it'll just happen eventually.
0: It probably will. Uh, You know what, though? One thing I'll take solace in, Frankie. What? Signals can never be as bad as the Oscars were last night.
1: Man, that sucks. It was just a mistake. I I mean, it was, but it's like... They did the same thing uh, for, what, Miss America last year? Yeah. Yeah. It Steve Harvey. Like people keep bastard. making all these issues, like. I guess
0: like, for those who didn't watch the Oscars, uh, they they the best picture, yeah, which is the big, the big award, they handed the wrong, they gave the wrong one. So like the, they had the uh, La La Land, which is a great movie, came up, yeah. and they're like, "Oh, you win!" Oops, psych! No, you didn't. Oops! Like, dang it! So that was a little embarrassing, but uh, yeah, we can never be that bad
1: classic gotcha
0: classic oops <laughs> so yeah make sure to check that out if you uh, find that kind of thing interesting at all Jeez. i was a little disappointed that la la land didn't win it's a musical but i genuinely loved it and i cannot say that about too many musicals oh man it was really good man you should oh, give it a shot man. i can't
1: wait to see the comments uh, what the
0: reese is a well-rounded and open-minded individual
1: yeah that's exactly what they're gonna it's
0: 2017 bro
1: no that, that was so 2016 2017 is way different.
0: Back to being Super Macho? Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> he Man's back. <laughs> he man.
0: uh, rumors. There is all kinds of awesome rumors flying around. Now that we've seen Guilliman is coming out, oh, he's wielding shoot. what everyone believes is the Sword of the Emperor.
1: How could he carry it? The Emperor is like massive.
0: The Emperor, I believe, is about the same size as the Primarchs. Okay. When he fights Horus, they're like mono e mono, so. Huh. But this is exciting stuff because everyone's speculating, like, what does this mean? Like, what is Guilliman going to do? Because he's been asleep or he's been in stasis for 10,000 years. Things have changed quite a bit since then. He's going to be a little bit pissed at what he sees or what's become of the Imperium and what's going to happen. So the latest, the latest rumor is that the Emperor is going to be allowed to, to die completely. <laughs> And they, they, the, the rumors uh, are that his consciousness will go into the warp and that he'll be able to, to make, his, so make himself appear many different places at the same time to help humanity, mm. right? Like inspire someone or guide the reading of a, a tarot to like give someone direction as to what to do. And that Guillemin is like going Zeus. to- Kind of. Kind Interesting. of. Interesting. Well, the, the, the comparison they made in the yeah. article is that it'll be like the avatar for yeah. the Eldar, which yeah. he was the god Cain- that now can manifest in multiple places at the same time um, as an immortal fragment of Cain. Yeah. But he's much reduced in power, but he can go help different Eldar in different places. Sweet. So, and then eventually he may be able to reincarnate again as the emperor, uh, given time and the right circumstances. But the, the people are speculating that, okay, that means Guillemin will probably take over. He would probably become, you know, the, the the emperor in his place, which almost happened during the Horus Heresy, anyway. Yeah. And that Cipher is going to be by his side. So what that means? Trying to guess, right? Like Cipher. Good question.
1: Who is he? The TV.
0: the latest rumor is that Cipher is um, a captain of the uh, Dark Angels named Redloss. Ooh. And that he was the captain of the Dreadwing, which was like the Deathwing or the Ravenwing. But yeah. during the Horus Heresy, the Dreadwing, their job was to just completely destroy an opponent. So and he would lead in the Destroyers, which are guys that use like biological, chemical, nuclear weapons. That's dark. Yeah, no, yeah, it was super dark. So his job would be like when the shit hit the fan, they'd send in the Dreadwing to completely annihilate an opponent. it wasn't to conquer them it was to to wipe them out (laughs) and they would use whatever means necessary so if this is him and this is just speculation yeah he had a pretty grim responsibility oh yeah like that was some dark shit like you go in and you destroy completely destroy your opponent so if that is him then that means that he's pretty he's a pretty grim dark dude
1: oh yeah Interesting in the grim dark future, he's a grim dark guy. He's a
0: grim dark dude, but that also means that he's been around since the heresy, yeah, it's and that uh, he was recruited into the Dark Angels by Lionel Johnson.
1: Oh, yeah. snap. he was
0: one of the very original Dark Angels.
1: Well, that's cool. So, yeah. they're speculating that he's not actually a Primarch or anything like that. Dang it.
0: So, anyway, guys, what do you think about the rumors? Are you excited for it? Uh, Sad Clown says, according to the Fracture of BL10 uh, supplement. There is a gene stealer cult on Terra. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I heard about that as well.
1: There's supposed to be a gene stealer cult on Terra, which means warp energy.
0: So T. Silber is saying, nope, he thinks that the Emperor will resurrect, but all miracles the Emperor performed in this lifespan go away. Um, The obliteration of Horus. So Chaos reses Horus. I think you're reaching with that one, T. Silber.
1: Uh, Uh, I just hope he brings back the Thunder Warriors.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Geekmaster K says, Yimin didn't resurrect. He was never dead. He was in stasis, which that is correct. That is correct.
1: Could you imagine waking up after like 10,000 years? Just what, like everything's changed and everything. You're like, oh, 10,000 years later, huh? Wow. Uh, (laughs) T-Silver
0: says Fulgrim killed him. Uh, Fulgrim's kill ratio is 2 and 0 on Primarchs, which is not true, but nice try. Uh, T-Silver is also saying that the lion is a heretic. Wait for it. I actually think that'd be cool. If it turns out that uh, Luther, his his like uh, his compatriot, like basically the co-runner of the Dark Angels, yeah. was actually the loyalist, and that the Lion went rogue, like Sarah Palin, but then when he realizes which what direction the wind is blowing, he kills Luther, he kills the loyal Dark Angels who are actually the the fallen, and then he tried to pretend like nothing ever happened. <laughs>
1: yes I, don't worry about so it so now
0: they're on the hunt they're trying to hunt everybody that could actually reveal the truth
1: that would be cool uh, Lock Infinity uh, he wants to start a a Sigma army he's wondering if GW will be releasing uh, another like elf like faction soon uh, um, I don't know
0: I don't think there's a, any Eldari on the, in the near future I'm sure it'll happen eventually yeah but um, I would pay, if, you're, if you're looking to start a new army I feel that the wind's of fate will be blowing something your way pretty soon. Maybe. Boom. Possibly. Bam. Take that one to the bank, baby. Possibly. Uh, Grego says, 10,000 years later, I have trouble explaining electronics to my parents. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah. 10,000 years,
0: you'd be like, what is going
1: on? They'd be like, all right, and here's your command center. You'd be like, I don't know what any of this is. Yeah.
0: Axis of Interpreet says, Cypher is Alpharius, of course, which would be fucking awesome because... The cool part of that would be that Giamin supposedly killed Alpharius. But what if they were like the secret? The whole
1: legion's Alpharius, so that's really nothing special.
0: But what if, like, in that moment, like Alpharius is like, all right, bro, you got to pretend to kill me, right?
1: Do they still say they're all Alpharius? I am Alpharius. They still say it, even though he's ah, quote unquote with the,
0: with the Chaos version, I actually don't know if they do that. But yeah. wouldn't it be cool if Alpharius and Giamin were in cahoots? And they're like, "All right, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend to kill you. You're gonna pretend to kill me." He's like, "This got to be done because Alpharius was revealed the truth by the emperor." Yeah. So. And so then they're like, "We're gonna meet up again, yeah. and then bro fist time, we're gonna get some shit done." That would be an awesome plot twist.
1: That would be. But like, if they don't call themselves Alfarious anymore, what do they call themselves? I am Bob.
0: I am they, they Omega. They
1: just pick a different guy that's in the chapter. Like I am Bob. Well, like, they yeah. could
0: be Omegon because that's Ulfarius' twin brother. Not fair enough. And maybe Omegon is still alive. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, let me see. Someone else saying. Heldrick says, bring back Meta Busting Monday. Uh, that's definitely something we can do. Uh, when is there going to be a grant GTA awesomeness? When is there going to be a resolution to the um, storm books being used in ITC? Yeah, that's complex. We are the the ITC has been a little bit like slow in updating because there's a lot going on. We're hoping GW releases an FAQ for the Gathering Storm books. So we're working on that. But um yeah, there's a lot of unanswered questions, rules questions in those books.
1: Yeah. Scalagoo says 10,000 years later, he reads the codex and says, Why do plasma guns get hot? Yeah.
0: Why are we making these? Why haven't He's we like, fixed like these are this? terrible. <laughs> We've got 10,000 years to fix the plasma gun. Why is this not done yet? Um, uh. Verminard, uh, will the non BCP ITC score submission have a long wait time in the future? Still waiting on from two weeks ago. Yeah, as we said, Verminard, they are not updating any manual submissions for uh, Best Coast pairings until March. And the reason why is because they've been doing a lot of changes to the code. Yeah. So normally it does not take that long, but as, we, as we've been saying, uh, but obviously you didn't catch it, is they took the month of February to update everything. Um, yes. So manual submissions, yeah.
1: Yeah, because they're still working on the Android app. They're working on a lot of things currently. So um, hopefully by March, or they're hoping by March, they'll have everything done, ready to rock, and then they'll start doing all the uploads.
0: And then there's a new manual upload. Don't use the manual uploader anyway. Use the dang app. Use the app. And then you don't have to worry about this ever, right? Like, you just use the app and it's done. It'll update in real time. Uh, Oh, there's a... Lock Infinity says he read a theory that that Alpharius and Megon had another brother because the symbol of the uh, Alpha Legion is a three-headed Hydra.
1: What's his name, Alpharius? Well,
0: if Alpha and Omega, who's the guy in the middle? Uh, Beta or Tau or something? I don't know. (laughs) Tau. I can't remember. I used to know the Greek alphabet, but you know, I was back in college. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed episode 510 of Signals from the Frontline. Make sure to grab some of your Robot City obelisks. Yeah. Pretty cool. Get and we will talk to you again on Friday when the BAO tickets go up for sale. Make sure to mark your calendar and grab them because they're going to go quick. Boom. Bye, guys.